You're listening to the Leaside Lives podcast. My guest today is Aoife Cook, elite runner and personal trainer from Cork. Aoife has recently returned from a high-altitude training camp in Kenya. Having read the Running with the Kenyans book, I'm, I'm always fascinated to find out more about the, the country and the running culture because you were in Eton, which is the home of champions. What was the experience like for yourself? Um, it, was gr- like, it was a great experience. Um, I suppose the reason... I decided to go over there. I, I actually read that book while I was over there, so <laughs> um, so it was interesting. Um, but I suppose the the reason I wanted to go over there myself initially was like you know obviously um, we know the Kenyan runners are you know um, top notch like you know so you want to go over and kind of see how they train, see how they live, and and what they do, you know. Um, but also you know the altitude up there and everything um you know has has proven benefits and things like that so that's kind of why I went over but yeah once I got over there um it was just the experience was amazing um everything aside like the running aside even just to see how people live over there um it really is a focus on uh running sleeping eating that kind of a thing you know so it it just it, it gave me an insight I suppose into the professional athlete lifestyle in a way um, and you can see how that would benefit a person, um, you know, when, when all you have to do is run, really. Um, yeah, there's not much else to do there, I guess. You're, you're resting, you're reading, I suppose, during the off time. And you're probably training two times a day as well. Did you feel you were going that bit quicker on those training sessions than you would back here? or? Uh, well, actually, um, it, you'd run slower over there just because of the altitude and also... It's it's very hilly over there. Everywhere is a hill over there, so um, that only helps to make you stronger as well. Um, but it was it was hard to get used to at the beginning because you do run slower over there. Um, I think they say it's maybe thirty seconds per mile slower that you will run because of the altitude. Um, but I suppose you know anyone who's competitive just wants to be able to run fast so it was it was just to get used to it and and just kind of accept the fact that okay I'm going to run a little bit slower here uh, but it's going to it's going to benefit me once I get home do they really you know live and breathe running over there could you see that firsthand for yourself absolutely like when you get up in the morning to go for your run you'll see big packs of people just running along you know um and like most of them don't work um, like the runners, the athletes, they don't work. Um, so it really is, um, they'll run, go home and sleep. Um, you know, just really chill for the day, like they don't do anything. And then they'll go out and do their second run in the evening. Um, so yeah, it, it really is. And it, it's kind of, everyone is, like anyone who runs is an athlete. There's no kind of, you know, people just just going out to run for fun really yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and um, training at high altitude I guess you're you're more oxygen deprived there which is a benefit to you in terms I guess of your endurance and how your body reacts to running long distances I think would it would explain it well would it exactly so um, where E10 is it, it's probably like up, up the highest that that most people would go to train so it's 7,800 feet um, like a lot of places like St. Moritz and Font-Rameau, they're kind of 5,000 feet, so, so E10 is, is that bit higher um, again, um, which does make it ideal for endurance running um, because the, I suppose the idea is, you know, your, your lungs will get stronger um, and, and you're developing more red blood cells to circulate 
um, oxygen around the body, which which is what you need for aerobic fitness, really. Um, so it is ideal for marathon training, um, I think, more than any other distances. Um, like for speed, you, you don't really need... Um, the, the the oxygen um the uh i suppose the the extra red blood cells as much as you do for for the longer distances so you were there for christmas time wasn't it i was yeah i was there i went over um just a week before christmas it wasn't like roasting hot it was about 25 degrees the the whole time so it was kind of nicely hot you know sure. um i suppose compared to here coming from here over there <laughs> it was a bit hot <laughs> at the beginning but um you know it gets more comfortable as you as you get used to it um, so it's nice, I think, because it's up so high, it doesn't get as hot as it would yes. um, down down lower. And you're back training in Ireland now. We're here at the Maradike Arena this morning. It's uh, a miserable morning, but the show must go on. And um, <laughs> so how many, I think it's 100 miles a week you're running, Aoife. Would that be fair? Yeah, it's um, about 100 miles. I did 110 miles now last week um, for the week. So um, I think it's going to be um, pretty much around that mark, um, maybe slightly more um, some weeks up until you know two weeks before the marathon now um so it's uh, running twice a day um long run at the weekend then now over the last 18 months two years like you've had unbelievable success um i mean you've, you've won races such as like the, the bally cotton 10 the iconic cork road race in the past um just last or just earlier this month you won the john tracy 10 miler and of course we can't forget the, the dublin marathon winning the national title there like um it's been an incredible two years, Aoife, but I suppose what have been, there probably isn't a single factor, but what have been the factors that have com- contributed to your kind of, your real uh, improvement in form, do you feel? I think, like, in the past year and a bit, I suppose, um, I, I know, like, it was kind of December of 2018, I really made the decision. I had a bad run um, up at the National Cross Country, um, and, and I hadn't been running well for a few months before that and, and I knew there was kind of you know something I needed to do I think I just stagnated a little bit um, so I was just kind of a bit lost at that point and I knew I needed to do something different um, change something up um, so in December um, I got on to my new coach um, and you know he, he kind of changed up the tra- training and what um, really like I suppose made me go with him um, to coach him to, for him to coach me sorry um, was kind of what he said he, he kind of even in that first like interaction with him he had been following me kind of on Strava and stuff anyway oh, so he knew who I was um, and he said like he just said you, you can make the Olympics you know and I suppose for me being at a low point um, at that time you know not running so well to hear that was, was a major boost and I suppose that's exactly what I needed at the time. Um, you know, just, just some kind of positive uh, reinforcement, I guess. Yes. Um, so from there, um, I just, I just, I guess it was just a decision I made, you know, to really put my running first. Um, I work for myself, so I kind of um, kind of make sure that I, I don't overwork. You know, I kind of work maybe 20, 25 hours a week, so I have the time okay. to... Um, to train twice a day and rest a little bit as well you know which is the rest is probably what I was missing before I think you know just the the chill out factor rest and recover um, which is probably 
the most important thing when you're training so hard I think so so that's made a big difference so I guess having the right mentality sleep food you know running surrounding yourself with the right people um, have been the main factors what would you say I know that a lot has been made over the last few months about running shoes um, like Vaporfly uh, the next percent um, are, are those shoes you wear yourself and what difference have they made to your training or to your performance Aoife? Um, I, I have been wearing um, the next percent it's hard to say exactly what a difference they have made because I started wearing them I suppose um, like before the Dublin Marathon I suppose is like when I would have started wearing them um, and I, I had obviously improved anyway you know my previous marathon before that was 2.46 and I ran 232 in Dublin. What would I have ran if I was wearing different shoes? I don't know, you yeah. know. But I, I don't think, you know, I don't think it gave me 14 minutes of a of a, <laughs> a benefit, you know. Um, they're they're good shoes. Like I mean, they're obviously good shoes. Everyone's wearing them, you know. Um, and there is a lot of um, talk about them. Um, great marketing for Nike. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I think the the great thing about them, what I really noticed is. Um, you don't hurt as much when you're wearing them like your muscles don't hurt as much I think they do give you um, that little bit extra energy return for the end of a race like if you're feeling good um, that you you don't you know like you don't fatigue as much near the end Um, now that is also um, like you still have to run a a smart race you know if you go out too fast at the start you're still gonna you're still gonna hit the wall you know they're they're not magic that way so um there is benefits i don't know i don't know how much um but uh yeah (laughs) either way you won the national title at dublin uh last autumn uh running in 232 34 i mean that time would be enough to qualify usually for the olympic games i think um you you need a bit more this year i think so like i mean it's it's obviously a dream for any runner to to compete for ireland at the olympics but it's it's becoming more of of a real possibility for you know if it must be exciting it's really exciting, yeah. Um, like, yeah, the standards are um, a lot higher this year. So the the qualifying time is two twenty nine thirty. Um, I ran two thirty two thirty four in in Dublin. So another uh, three minutes or so I need to um, to get for the next. Um, Which is where Kenya comes in, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I do feel my like where I am now um, at this stage of my training um, I, I'm in better shape than I was at this same point before Dublin which is a good sign you know as long as everything keeps going in the right direction um, things are looking good so it is really exciting um, you know I suppose the Olympics you know everyone knows the Olympics even if you're a runner or you're not a runner you know everyone knows what the Olympics is you know yes. and, and what a big deal it is so um and like we all grew up, grew up watching it. Um, you know, watching the likes of Sonia Sullivan at the Olympics. Um, so yeah, to, to be able to say that you know I, I qualified for the Olympics is is really exciting. Yeah. So your next your next marathon would be I think in April time is it? Yeah, the nineteenth of April. I'm doing the Vienna Marathon. Okay. Okay. And your performances like have you mentioned Sonia Sullivan there, the legendary Irish runner? Your performances have captured her attention as well over the last few months. So it must have been sweet to see her really give you a strong mention for um, the Olympic dream um, in her in her Irish Times column last month. 
Yeah, it was great. Um, she got in touch with me when I was over in Kenya. She sent me an email um, and said that she, she she had seen from Strava that I was over there and she, um, you know, she, she admired my commitment um, to go over for, for a stint to, you know, really dedicate myself to the training and stuff. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a surprise. It was a really nice surprise to get, um, <laughs> get an email from her. Um, and it's really nice to see that she's interested in kind of following my progress as well. Absolutely. If you've had your injury struggles as well down through the years, you were obviously really talented um, during your teenage years. Like you became a really talented runner as well. But then through injury and I guess through life, um, you had to take a break. I mean, how difficult was it coping with those injury setbacks? Yeah, it was really difficult at the start. Um, I mean, when when it first happened, um, I was over in the states um, on a scholarship, and I was getting stress fractures. So I, I got a stress fracture in my pelvis. Um, and it turned out that I had low bone density, so I really had no choice but to kind of stop the running, really, you know, because, you know, I had to kind of build up my bone density again or else I'd just keep getting fractures, you know, it was just the way it was going to be. Um, so it was a really hard pill to swallow, I suppose, at the beginning because, um, like I said, I was over in America on a sports scholarship to run. Um, so I'd, I'd kind of, I had made that commitment to go over there and, and run, you know. So it, it was a big part of my life, you know, obviously. Um, so I came home um, just to try and rectify everything, I suppose. Um, it was hard at the beginning, um, you know, when, when it's your, what you're used to. You, you go out and run every day. That's, you know, your, your routine and whatever it is. Um, it's, it's hard when you're not able to do it. So I suppose it did. It affected me a lot. Um, but I suppose as time went on in college and stuff, I, I did get more used to it. Um, so it did take a while for me to get back to um, the sport again. I could have gone back a lot sooner, you know, my, my bone density did um, go back to normal. But I think in my head, I kind of thought, you know, I'm too old now to, to do anything special, you know. Uh, I, and I was only maybe 25, 26, like, so I wasn't. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> in my head, <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking, you know. Um, I suppose most people that you watch, like Sonia or um, anyone like that, like, they've, they've been running since they were juveniles and juniors, you know. So so you that's kind of the expectation. Um, but I think in more recent years now, there's people coming up um, that started later um, in life, you know. Um, so that's a real boost. And I think that's getting into people's heads, you know, that... You know, you, you, it's never too late <laughs> to to start or to get back. Yeah, because you are young. Though I think you're 33. You are really young now for as far as marathon standards go, aren't you? Yeah, as far as marathon standards go. And I suppose at the time um, when I was younger, in 25, 26, um, the marathon wasn't really on my radar. I was kind of thinking more 5Ks, 10Ks, maybe. You know. Yeah. Um, but um, since I got back now, it, it's obvious that I'm more of an endurance runner. Um, like I, I, I'm not fast. Like if I was trying to five k, I'm, I'm not. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to do anything overly special over five k. But um, I guess I've just learned that um, this is is my, you know, this is my uh, <laughs> yeah, my race, sure. um, and this is the one that I'm going to focus on. I think um, from ten mile up is kind of where I'm. Um, where I'm better absolutely and I mean those those experiences those disappointments have shaped you like and you, you've bounced back so clearly like you have a really positive outlook in life and I like you're, you're passing that on now via your role as a personal trainer I would assume in, in EFA Cook Fitness how is that venture going for you 
Uh, really good, yeah. Uh, I love what I do. You know, I, um, it, I, I do consider myself very fortunate to be doing what I'm doing, you know, because it's something that I really love. Um, it fits into my life, like, perfectly. Um, you know, I, I'm in charge and, and I can decide, you know, my working hours and everything like that. So it, it, it's, I'm able to fit it around um, running as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it's great. Um, and people... Um, are really interesting I do coaching for a few different clubs you know people coming up asking for advice on training for certain races and things like that and, and I just love I love that you know it's great uh, You're living in Cork City nowadays as well um, you would have formerly run for the All AC but now it's Eagle AC is your, is your club nowadays what does it enjoy most about living on, on Side, training on Side? Uh, the people are great um, I, I think uh people in Cork are just just amazing like you know they um, they're really good um, at supporting you um, I think any time even when I was up at the Dublin Marathon there were crowds of people from Cork just that just, just went up to watch you know um, so it's great um, you know just as you're walking I think it's great that it's you know it's a city but it's it's small enough that you um you know, when you're walking down the street, you're going to bump into people you know, and you yes. can have a chat, and yes. um, and it's just great. You know, um, everyone's just uh, so great with their time, so accommodating, and um, yeah, Cork is is just a <laughs> brilliant place to be. <laughs> what athlete do you admire the most? Um, I suppose I'll have to say Sonia O'Sullivan. Um, you know, she was just. Um, you know, she was at her peak when I was growing up. You know, so I, I grew up watching her in all the races world championships European championships the Olympics in Sydney you yes. know I remember um, I was in school at the time um, in secondary school um, I was just sitting in class and I was part of the athletics team in, in school so one of the teachers came into my class to take me out um, to go and, and watch the race which was amazing you know so um, so I was there and I watched it and uh, you know very emotional so um, she was always someone that I, I really looked up to and I suppose the other person then would be my aunt Mary Sweeney you know yes. um, yeah. I'd have seen her going out for her runs early in the mornings <laughs> growing up and everything and um, she coached me for a little while as I, when I was um, a juvenile as well um, and it was great just to see you know all her successes um, on the roads around Cork yeah. and Ireland as well she's a former Ballycotton 10 winner as well and the year you won it she was in the field alongside you as well I remember speaking to both of you at the finish line that was special yeah that was really special she was the first female winner um, of, of Ballycotton actually That's so right. Um, the, the first year that they had females she won it um, so yeah it was a really special moment and um, you know she's great she, she's always so proud whenever I do well you know um, yes. she's, she's a great support Is there I always like to ask the guest is there a book or an album that has kind of influenced their life or something they're enjoying at the moment what, is, is there a book or an album you'd like to pay tribute to? Um Ooh, um, I suppose like I, I like reading like autobiographies and things like that. Um, I did read The Running with the Kenyans. Another one would be Born to Run. I don't know if you've heard of that one. Yes. Um, yeah, so I read that a while back and it's uh, very inspiring as well. Um, another book I read um, while I was over in Kenya actually was um, Chrissy Wellington's autobiography. Um, she's an Ironman um, athlete. Uh, she's won the, the world championships a few times and um, a really inspiring book actually um, she was a, an athlete actually who kind of started later um, in life as well um, and she went on to, to achieve what she achieved so you know it kind of makes you see what you can do um, yeah. if you put your mind to it and 
again, I suppose to reiterate that it's just never too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I spoke to a personal trainer in, in the gym I used recently, like, and I just felt great after having the chat with him, like, a couple of minutes. He said, you know, you can run a marathon, you, you can do it, like, you, you can do it tomorrow if you want, but your body wouldn't really appreciate that. So, like, can, can anybody run a marathon? I think, yeah, anyone can run a marathon. Um, it just depends on kind of what you want to achieve in the marathon, you know. You'd, sure. Like, you, you could, yeah, go out and, and do it tomorrow, um, but you'll probably be crippled for a while afterwards <laughs> if you don't put in the training. Um, but, yeah, it's within everyone's ability to do it, you know. Um, so I, don't, I, just, um, I just think people just shouldn't set limits on themselves, you know. Um, if you really want something, and obviously, you know, you have to do something you enjoy as well. You know, running isn't for everyone, but it's just about finding that thing yeah. that you do enjoy and, and giving it 100%, you know. You mentioned Ironman there earlier. Like it was great to have Ironman in in your hometown of Yall um, last year. It's back again this summer. Like, will you will you go out and watch it? Did you go out and watch it last year? I did go out and watch it last year. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> the weather was a bit atrocious it was that day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I went for my run down there actually um, before it. Uh, we had a long run, and I was I was feeling sorry for myself. But then <laughs> going out to watch them, you know, I didn't feel uh, I couldn't feel so bad about myself. Um, yeah, it was a great atmosphere down there, though. Even in the weather, like, you know, so many crowds went out yeah. to watch it. I think it, all the athletes kind of only had great things to say about the support and everything. So, yeah, um, as long as I'm around, um, I'll definitely go down and watch it again. Um, and who knows if they keep it up for another 10 years or so. In my later years, I might uh, try and take it up myself. <laughs> That'd be the next challenge for you. Yeah, well, I certainly yeah. wouldn't write you off for that. Um, you all in Tokyo, uh, two totally different places. Uh, you could be going there, please God, later this year for the Olympics. But you've been there before, haven't you? Yeah, I was there... Um God, it was probably over 10 years ago now I was there. Um, I When I went to college in America, I, um, there was a lot of international students there. There was a few from Japan, so I got friendly with a few of them, and, and they um, they said I should go over sometime, so I took them up on the offer. Um, so one of the summers that I um, I was in college, I went over for a few weeks, and it was a great experience. Um, yeah, the culture over there, I just loved it, you know. Um, the food over there, you know, I love sushi and noodles and everything, so um, yeah, it was an ideal place for me, it was a great place. Yeah, I was lucky enough to visit Tokyo last year and it's an incredible place, um, an amazing trip if you ever get to go do. Uh, before we finish, what advice would you have for someone who wants to start running, um, whether they are completely new to it or they want to return back to it? Yeah, I think, um, I think joining a club or a group um, is definitely the way to go. Um, I think trying to go out by yourself all the time um, is hard, especially at the start, you know. Um, And I think you would tend to kind of lose interest fairly quickly if, you know, you're you're just going out by yourself. But um, if you kind of get in with the group, like there's there's a lot of great groups around Cork, you know, like there's the the Wibblies that do a Couch to 5K programme. The Wibbly Wobbly Wonders, they're, they're a great group. Um, and there's there's a few clubs around um, as well, like Wing Trailblazers, they do a couch to 5k as well. Um, so doing something like that, um, I think, would, would be really helpful, you know. Um, you're also getting the support of, of runners that have probably gone through it themselves, you know, um, which is really great, and, um, and it's a great source of encouragement as well. Finally, Aoife, what is it that makes you tick? I suppose... Um, I'm just at a stage now that um, I kind of want to enjoy every day, you know, um, just get the best out of myself every day. Um, 
you know, life is, is short, you know. So um, I kind of keep telling myself that, you know, that, you know, if I have a bad day, there's a lot of people having worse days, you know. So it's just to appreciate um, that each day as, the, as it comes, you know, I'm well aware and I, I tell this to myself a lot as well, you know, I'm, you know, my running could end any day like I could fall and break my leg you know and and it could be all over but um I just um I'm really motivated just to get the best out of myself while I still can um for as long as 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 I can who knows how long that will be you know well the Olympic dream is alive and listen congratulations on your your recent run of success but best of luck as well on the upcoming targets and thanks for your time this morning Aoife yeah, no problem at all thank you